you know that in Somalia, entrepreneurship is a driving force of the economy? That the estimated 76% of all jobs come from entrepreneurial activities? And except for large businesses, women play a leading role in this area in Somalia? This and more today on Trade for Peace. Welcome to Trade for Peace, brought to you by the WTO's Trade for Peace program. I am Axel Addy, former chief negotiator of Liberia's accession to the WTO and founding member of the Trade for Peace program. Trade for Peace is a 30-minute podcast in conversation with Trade for Peace champions, the global policymakers, entrepreneurs, and innovators committed to promoting trade as a key ingredient for lasting peace. Join us in our bi-monthly podcast as we discuss how trade is contributing to sustainable peace in fragile and conflict-affected countries. Welcome to Trade for Peace. The opinions and statements expressed in the Trade for Peace podcast are entirely and solely those of the guests and the host. The WTO Secretariat takes no institutional positions on matters of policy, or of the WTO membership. Welcome to Season 2, Episode 8 of Trade for Peace, Women-Owned Business, a story from Somalia. Today, we have with us Hanan Wasami and Starlin Mohammed, owners of the Star Empire Group in Somalia. Star Empire Group is an exemplary story of women-owned businesses that are thriving in a country affected by conflict and social unrest. The group operates in the restaurant business and has operations in both Canada and Somalia. Hanan, Starlin, welcome to Trade for Peace. Thank you for having us. Thank you for having us. It is a pleasure and honor to welcome two champions to Trade for Peace. Now, after two seasons of Trade for Peace, I find that nothing is better than letting our guests take the stage to tell us their own story. And so to you, Hanan, and to Starlin, what is Star Empire? How did you all begin this journey in Mogadishu? Star Empire Group is a business that consists of a restaurant, meeting rooms, supermarket, and a salon. It's located in Halana, where the majority of the international community resides. It is within the secured area of Mogadishu. How it started was in 2014, when mom, she started off with a container. After the growing demand and the place becoming too small to cater to all the customers, she opened a second location in Mogadishu in 2016. So for the second location, she added meeting rooms. She started preparing traditional Somali dishes. So initially, with the container, she started only with serving tea, coffee, and snacks. So when she opened Easter restaurant, she added Somali dishes. She added a supermarket, meeting rooms, and also a salon. So everything is at the same location. So it's you go there, you can get your haircut, you can get your meal. You can buy your grocery items and you can go back to your your compound, your home, or catch a flight or whatever the case may be. So it was going well, which gave us the opportunity, or mom actually, to open another location 
which is on the other side of the airport. Basically the same concept as Ister Restaurant. So Ister Restaurant and Star Empire Group are both the same uh, concept, but on different locations. The airport area is quite big, so targeting different customers. Star Empire Group is closer to the embassies, whereas Ister Restaurant is nearer to, to the UN compounds on the other sides. And congratulations, Mom. You've been busy. So tell us, <laughs> tell, us, tell, us, tell us about this journey. Thanks a lot, Hanan. But Mom, I would like to hear from you, Starlin. What led you to land in Mogadishu and take on this business? What was that process like? How did you go about setting up, registering the business, financing the business, hiring people? How did you go about that? Well, I always like to go back to Somalia and uh, help my dad because all my siblings left the country and my mom passed away. So I always like to go back and do the rebuild the country and help like the young Somali girls and give uh, opportunity and also and so. 2013, I get an offer for a catering airline. So that's the time I decided to go back and take advantage for that contract and help as much as I could. But it's not easy doing a business as a woman for another beast country. It's, it's very difficult. But I made it. I tried to do it and I get a help for like friends since they know me in Canada since 1999 and my restaurant is on in Toronto which is 24 hours and well known so that's what helped me and I'm sure you're an inspiration to a lot of young Somali girls that are operating in Mogadishu that are trying to do business in Mogadishu and you talk about some of the challenges what are some of those challenges how are you able to resolve them what are some lessons you think you can share with us today that other women in business in Somalia can learn from? I always told them, be strong, try your best. I encourage them. I told them if they are strong, they can make it try. When you don't try, you don't know. I always tell them, try, keep going, and you can make it. And Henan, what is your role in, in this mom-daughter or partnership? What inspired you to follow mom and take on the business? Mom, she's, a, she's more of a hands-on person. So the other day, for example, I asked her as a joke, of course, I gave her a USB. I, I, I asked her, can you print something from USB for me? So she, she looked me in the eye and she was like, I can fry this. I can steam <laughs> it. What do you want me to do with the USB? <laughs> so... About her asking me these kind of questions. So, <laughs> where, where I come in is more the the admin part. Everything is a process. Contracts are a process. Agreements are a process. So even though they know her cooking and what her meals and services look like, in order to get a contract or in order to get a deal, you need to write a tender. You need to write proposals. You need to go by the procedure. So that's. I think where I come in, I, I help her with that part of the business. You must also work with a lot of employees. Tell me about the recruitment process 
And how are you recruiting employees? And you, are you recruiting also women and young people working in the business now? Yes, actually, yeah, the majority of the staff that work from, for us are female because that's something that she went by. She wanted to empower the girls and, and female workers. So most of our staff members are actually female. We have a couple of guys, for example, the barista guy and the juicer. But the driver, security. The drivers and the security. But overall, the majority of our staff are, are female. And how do you see business trade and peace? You talk about security, for example. Your business is making a difference in an environment that those of us who are outside of Mogadishu, when we hear about Mogadishu, we think about security issues and security challenges. So how are you operating in this space? How do you see the link between business, trade, and peace? So when you used to come to Somalia like many years ago, there was a lot of things you had to think about and worry about. For example, your whole suitcase, you would fill it up with everything from your toothbrush to your toothpaste to your shower gels to snacks to munch on and you have cravings, right? It was such a hustle. But now if you go to Somalia, you can literally go with a backpack knowing that everything that you're used to using, you can actually get from Somalia. That also has to do, of course, with peace and the trade. So right now, there is a lot of trade. We, we have a lot of imports coming into Somalia, which helps for the business as well, because that's why supermarkets are doing well. We try to use the brands that people are familiar with. So for example, your Dove shower gel or your deodorant or your Samsung toothpaste. So all the high quality items. So honestly, when you're in Somalia right now, it's... It doesn't feel like you are in a third world country. Of course, it is very unstable still, but they're working on it. But when it comes down to, to regular living, I think we're doing very well as a country. And Starlin, mom, you've been operating in Somalia for some time now. What are some of the changes you've seen since you started from years ago to now? What are some of the improvements you're seeing? The improvement now, like improving, the country is improving. All it needs, like from the day when I went to 2013, and today there's a big difference. Mm. There's a big difference. When I went for the first time, like I couldn't find any one item, like what I need, like what I used to get from Canada, like go and grab it. No, like I have to travel. But now, if the country is improving and we go a challenge before, but still there is a challenge, but it's improving. So all it needs, like when the security get improved, you can see the country is improving because the main key is the security. Yes. The main challenge is the security. And within the area that you operate, that area, you see, what is the security situation where you have your businesses? Where I have the business is the most security and the safest area in Somalia. That's the inside the airport. That's where all the international community are, the UN, all the embassies. That's why I'm like expanding place to place and my business is improving. And what I deal is with them because I cater 
for the high-level meeting. Last one I carried was the ceremony of the president. I was mm. catering 700 people. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and congratulations yeah. to the Somali people for electing a new head of state. Yes. Yeah. So my main contract is the the prime minister office and the president office, like meetings like that, whenever they have the high level meeting, like we go tender. But thanks God, they give me chance since I'm the only female, like when they do the tender and they look. always Really? Yes. So there aren't a lot of women that are competing for those tenders. Well, for like where I am is a less. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Since I was the first one, on, I think I was the first one who opened a business inside the MIA. The first one. Yes. Mm, yeah. And Hannah, are you guys part of any women business organizations that is trying to promote more women in business in Somalia? Um, are you- I know mom, she goes to these events, these women events where she speaks and tries to motivate them. I always support them. Any Somali women or youth who call me and they always ask me, mom, how you manage this business since 1999? Because my restaurant in Toronto is a well-known and the big one, 24 hours. So I told them, just I start samosa and a coffee and now I'm success. And the business is one another. Today you're here, tomorrow, like, Just keep going. You don't know. The door is going to open one another. So I encourage them. I say, start, keep going. You're going to be success. Let's go back to the practical idea of running your business. So tell me, Hanan, you're running your business. You have to order supplies. Somalia does not produce all the supplies you need for your restaurant. So that means you're dealing with shipping agents. You're dealing with traders suppliers of agricultural produce. What is the process? How how do you go about securing the things you need for your restaurant? That's a very interesting one. When you're in Canada, it's so easy. You get into your own car, you drive up to the store and you buy your own supplies, right? Yeah. Um, So when when you're in Somalia, and for example, you come to me Axel and be like I need that product right so I know exactly what you're talking about because I'm familiar with that product but if I ask a worker in Somalia I need that can you buy that in the city locally they will not understand what you're talking about because it's not something that for example these local people use so it's a challenge communicating and finding items locally so what we usually do is every Every six months or so, we go to Dubai and we do our shoppings there. So we go to our suppliers, we get everything we need. The reason for going is because there's always new items. So you will look for new items, new supplies, new stuff. And then they'll bring it in with a ship and ship it over to Somalia. And that's another challenge because sometimes you run out of stuff and you need it. And when you ship it to Somalia, it's going to take a couple of weeks for you to reach the port and then after the port it needs to be cleared they need to do security checks so by the time it reaches you it could be a month right so that's it's definitely a challenge but that's how we do it do it right now and also since in the city there is no there's no quality control so let's say you buy a cereal that says Kellogg's on it you're all excited but then when you eat it it doesn't taste like your Kellogg's cereal 
the reason also for us to go and buy our items from, for example, Dubai is, is because we'll know that they're up to standards and that they went through a certain quality control. Same thing with our gym supplements, because we, we have a whole section with gym, uh, gym supplements from your fish oil to your whey powder. So those are very sensitive products, right? So, and people are able to scan the labels to check if it's actually legitimate. Uh, and, and they actually do, like people that they actually check if the stuff is real or fake. And um, so most items we get from Zuban. And then we sell also some kind of over-the-counter medicines, like Tylenol, Advil, those eye drops and stuff. And those are all from Canada. So same thing. So we always make sure that what we sell, that quality is always number one. Yeah. Thank you. And Starlin, and to you, Hanan, government has elected a new president. Everyone is celebrating the new government is taking office. If you had a one-on-one conversation with the new president and he says, okay, Hanan is Starlin. If you had to pick one thing that you would like me to focus on to help women in business in Somalia, what would that be for you? Well, first of all, I don't know if you're really familiar with how the rule was for the parliament. The quota was 30% of the numbers of parliament to be female. So they didn't really achieve that goal right now. So mm. if there was one thing for, that I will discuss with him is that he actually puts in effort that for the next elections or for now, even if they didn't reach the 30% quota for female to be in parliament, that he would make or assign women in power during his four years term right now. Because they don't have to be MPs, of course. There's also different areas where he can put females in power. And that's what I do like about other countries in Africa, like Rwanda, they have a lot of female women in power. So I would like to see the same for Somalia to empower the females. Fantastic. If I see, I would ask like the new cabinet to add like more female. I believe this president, he will do a lot of change for the country since he, he came from local. He was a president before and he was part of the educations and he was so happy. He was so happy for the election day like how it goes smooth and success. I was inside the MIA, like where the the hangar, where was the election was going on. I wasn't even now a one kilometer. That's where my location is. And by the way, I was the first one who support and make a a party for that night for the president. That's how I- Oh, fantastic. Yeah, yeah. We are expecting uh, support from the females. That, that's wonderful. Now, I would like to pose this question to, I usually ask a lot of our guests that are in the private sector, especially champions like yourselves. If you had a message for Somalis living in the diaspora, what would that message be? I would say, come back home. Your country needs you. You need your country. And together we can make it great. There's so much room for lots of opportunities and businesses. The country is ready for you. Bring your skills, bring your knowledge. Enjoy being home. And to you, Starlin? I would say 
home sweet. Now it's about a time. Come back. Help, like, whatever diaspora is outside, either they study or they have business, but they can come back and help and do a lot of things, a lot of opportunity in Somalia. Somalia needs for the diaspora now, either the young one or the old one. So please come, support, help, and see the country. It's about a time. Great. You heard it here. Hanan and Starling are encouraging Somalis in the diaspora to come back home and contribute to the rebuilding of the country. Now, on a more personal note, I would like us to now do a rapid fire segment. This is the segment which provides an opportunity for our audience to get to know you better. And if you're up for it, you have about 10 seconds to respond to five questions. And I would like to start with you, Hanan, and then to you, Starlin. Question number one, if you had to choose said countries, Canada or Somalia? Somalia. Number two, maple syrup with pancakes or Malawa? I have to go for the maple syrup with pancakes. I have to go Malawa. <laughs> <laughs> and then one thing you appreciate about each other? Love. Respect and that we are so much in sync with each other. Incredible. And the best dish in your restaurant if I were to visit you? Rice and baby goat. Rice and camel meat. <laughs> and rice and what, Anan? Camel meat. Camel meat. Camel meat. I don't oh. know. I like it's easy. You can just eat it like that. Yeah. yeah. And then one thing you would like to see happening in 2022? I would like to see Somalia at peace with itself and the world promising for this new government. And to you, Estelle? Peace and more Somali women in the cabinet. <laughs> Wonderful. That was Hanan Wasame and Estarlin Mohammed, owners of the Star Empire Group in Somalia. Hanan, thank you for joining us today on Trade for Peace. And to you, Starlin, thank you also for sharing with us your story and experience as women entrepreneurs operating in Somalia. It has always been a pleasure to listen to champions like yourself. So thank you for joining us today on Trade for Peace. Thank you for having us, Axel. It was wonderful. Thank you for having us. To our listeners, thank you for tuning into our episode, Women Own Business, a story from Somalia. Don't forget to follow us on our social media channels. We are present on Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn as Trade for Peace. I'm your host, Axel Addy. You have been listening to Trade for Peace, brought to you by the WTO's Trade for Peace program. You can be a part of the conversation by sharing your stories and your suggestions with us at tradeforpeace.wto.org. And you can also follow us on Twitter and LinkedIn at Trade for Peace. Be sure to tune in every other week for new episodes. Thank you for listening to Trade for Peace.